Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Without resorting to violence. Virginia's attorney general responds to criticism over the creation of an election integrity unit. I'm Mike Marillo. The Dow fell more than 1,200 points today. The Nasdaq down 633. We're seeing drops uh, on the Asian markets as well. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Police say a 45-year-old employee of a large university in Massachusetts suffered minor hand injuries after a package exploded on campus. Officials are investigating the apparent detonation of a package delivered to a building on the campus of Northeastern University in Boston. The package apparently exploded when it was opened. One person was transported to a hospital for treatment. The Boston Police Department are investigating. The FBI is assisting in that investigation. Pat Milton, CBS News, Washington. Thousands of people east of Los Angeles were told to evacuate after heavy rains created fast-moving landslides. More from CBS's Mark Strassman. On a mountain road, you're watching disasters creep. Suddenly surge into a river of mud roughly 70 miles east of Los Angeles. Buried under tons of muck, homes, cars, everything. Four weeks after he signed the Inflation Reduction Act, President Biden invited members of Congress to the White House to celebrate. But today's inflation report sent Wall Street tumbling. The Dow closed down almost 4%, S&P 500 more than 4%, NASDAQ more than 5%, certainly not what the White House wanted to hear. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The president says the bill will, quote, help reduce inflation at the kitchen table. That, that's how people measure things. But the independent analysts at Penn Wharton say, and this is their quote, that the Inflation Reduction Act won't have any meaningful effect on inflation in the near term. And another threat to the, to the economy is a possible rail strike. Tens of thousands of train conductors and engineers could walk off the job as early as Friday. CBS's Chris Van Cleve says a strike would quickly affect the economy. About 30% of America's freight, one-third of all of the stuff that gets moved uh, would be at risk here. That's about a $2 billion a day hit to the economy. And as we saw with the ports, when the ports were full and you saw those ships backing up, that's what you could see to American cargo, American freight. Britain's new King Charles spoke Tuesday morning in Northern Ireland as he continues to tour the United Kingdom following the death of his mother, Queen Elizabeth. My mother felt deeply, I know, the significance of the role she herself played in bringing together those whom history We've learned more about the fatal shooting of rapper PNB Rock at a restaurant in South Los Angeles on Monday. Police think a social media post may have alerted the shooter to the rapper's location, the post on Instagram by the rapper's girlfriend. This is CBS News. Do not miss the Mervis Diamond Sale this weekend. Enjoy special savings on Viraggio engagement and wedding bands. See the latest collection with all the new styles. The custom designs are fantastic. Get your ring your own personalized way. This weekend, enjoy special savings on Viraggio rings at the Mervis Sale or take up to 60 months to pay with zero interest. The sale is on this weekend only at all Mervis stores. Reserve your private showing on MervisDiamond.com or call 1-800-HER-LOVE. WTOP at 1203. 
Wednesday morning, midweek, September 14th, 2022. Mainly clear, pleasant this overnight, early morning. Might see some patchy fog by daybreak. Lows in the 50s and 60s, depending upon where you are. 70 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Thanks for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning, heading into the midnight hour together. Two new highway names have now been recommended this week by a vote in Fairfax County as the county board moves forward with plans to rename Lee Highway at Lee Jackson Memorial Highway. A long-awaited move in the renaming process for two Fairfax County highways got the green light on Tuesday with the Board of Supervisors voting 9-1 to move forward with the renaming of Lee Highway as Route 29 and Lee Jackson Highway as Route 50. The recommendation now heads to the Commonwealth Transportation Board. Supervisor Pat Harity was the only board member who voted against the recommendation. This is a really big issue in our community and why are we spending money on something that's not a big issue for our community. Chairman Jeff McKay disagreed with his statement and instead he says if approved by the Transportation Board. It points that you know Fairfax County is a much more inclusive community. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. An independent commission now calling this week for the removal of the 108-year-old Confederate Memorial locally at Arlington National Cemetery. The bronze Confederate Memorial, a statue of a woman with a crown of olive leaves holding a laurel wreath, is meant to represent the American South. Its pedestal features the coat of arms of the 13 Confederate states plus Maryland. The Naming Commission, which recommended changes for Confederate-named military bases, says the memorial at Arlington should be dismantled and taken down. The memorial includes figures of an enslaved man and woman. The panel says the memorial is problematic from top to bottom. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 1205, new this Wednesday morning on WTOP. Word that gun education assemblies will soon be held locally in every Montgomery County High School. The school system is apparently teaming now with county police and the county state's attorney's office to put the assemblies on in the coming days and weeks, we're told. According to a letter sent to high school families, the assemblies will discuss gun laws and the consequences of breaking them and offer strategies for young people to solve problems without resorting to violence. Another goal here, they say, is to help students recognize the signs that another student may choose violence to hurt themselves or others. Parents are being asked to reinforce these messages at home. Families can choose to opt out their child of the assemblies by contacting their child's school. WTOP at 12.06 Wednesday morning. Virginia Attorney General Jason Meares is announcing the creation of an election integrity unit at his office. And while he says it's being assembled to protect elections, some area prosecutors say it's just a political stunt. This is a headline-grabbing thing. That is what Fairfax County Commonwealth Attorney Steve Descano is saying about the new unit, which he says he wasn't consulted about. Why would you take 20 or so of your personnel and have them chase ghosts, which is really what this whole unit is probably going to be set up to do. Responding to the criticism, Attorney General Jason Meares, a Republican, says this should have bipartisan support. If you recall after 2016, there was a lot of, of my friends on the other side of the aisle that uh, had a lot of questions about the election, and you saw the same thing after 2020. He says the new unit won't cost taxpayers more because it's made up of an existing election law unit at the AG's office. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You can hear more from the Commonwealth's attorneys of both Loudoun and Fairfax counties about why they consider the new unit a move by Miaras for political gain on the latest DMV download podcast. 
An update on traffic and weather a minute away. Good morning. It's 12.07. Welcome in. Forward-thinking government sponsored by Maximus. Raj Parameswaran, president of U.S. Federal Information Technology at Maximus, explains the importance of continuous improvement when delivering high-quality customer experiences. Transforming vision to a reality is not a one-and-done task. It is an integral commitment by agencies for an ever-improving environment for enhancing and making the customer experience improvement that they see coming their way. The framework must be informed by the feedback that they get from the constituents. At Maximus, we are focused on the future of federal government. We deliver mission-driven innovation at speed and scale, turning insights into impact. We are a top systems integrator and leading provider of transformative technology services, digitally enabled customer experiences, and clinical health services. We help agencies navigate obstacles and anticipate the unexpected by becoming more agile, empowered, effective, and ready for what lies ahead. We are Maximus. Moving people forward. Learn more at Maximus.com slash federal. It is September 14th. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. The time now is 12.08. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's say good morning now to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. For the most part, we're going to be worried about a lot of work zones out there tonight. If you're, Let's start off here in the district. Inbound side of New York Avenue, just as you make your way past the Costco and South Dakota Avenue, the work zone blocking the right-hand side of the roadway. You should have just a single lane along the left side getting by. Now, a listener did call in and let us know that there was an accident seen amongst the work zone, but that should have been taken care of by now. The delays look way better, so I'm sure that's... Uh, been cleared up by now. As you continue towards Bladensburg Road, all things look pretty good. No issues on New York Avenue down towards the 3rd Street Tunnel. Westbound side of the Southeast-Southwest Freeway on that ramp to the 3rd Street Tunnel. Looks a little crowded. Uh, might be an incident through that area. More on it as, as we hear about it. Southbound side of DC 295 after the 11th Street Bridge. Got the work zone down there letting by a single lane. Down in Virginia, plenty of work crews along our highways here tonight. Southbound side of I-95. As you make your way past the Quantico exit down towards the Aquia Harbor, a single right lane gets you by, but all lanes open up before you even are down towards the Aquia Harbor. Interloop of the Beltway. This one's the heaviest delay right now from Gallows Road up towards 66. Single left lane gets by with a mobile work crew after 123. All right, I may have misspoken. That's the second uh, biggest delay we got going on, but the Interloop of the Beltway in Maryland, this one's definitely way slower. Basically, from just after the 270 spur all the way over towards Georgia Avenue, you are down to an absolute crawl. Single right lane is all that gets by. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. We are looking at a cool start, at least for this time of month. Those temperatures will be a little bit below average early in the morning. Some areas will be down into the low to mid-50s for your Wednesday morning. So, uh, may even need a jacket at the bus stop, but you won't need it long. The sun comes up, warms things very quickly. Going for high temperature in the upper 70s to low 80s. and going 82 in the city with low humidity. On Thursday, high of 80 degrees, more sunshine. Friday, 81 Sunshine will continue to be abundant. And then on Saturday, going for a high temperature of 83. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 68 degrees this midnight hour at the wharf in D.C. Oxen Hill at 68, 67 in Sterling. We are down a few degrees in the last few minutes. We're at 67 in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. 
Washington's Top News, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. WTOP News Time, now 1211. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP this early morning. Primary election ballots are being counted right now in Delaware, Rhode Island, and New Hampshire this morning. And the count seems to be slow going for the most part, for the marquee race anyway, the GOP Senate contest to decide who will challenge Democratic incumbent Maggie Hassan. Now, retired Brigadier General Donald Bulldog is a true Trump believer who has actually questioned the results of the 2020 presidential race. At last report, he had the biggest lead this morning of the morning so far over more mainstream Republican candidate Chuck Morris. Joining me now, Political Junkie podcast host Ken Rudin, who has also coordinated political coverage for ABC News and NPR. Ken, good morning. Good morning. Well, let's start here with Bulldog pulling out a victory if he did versus a win for Morris. What would that mean? Well, we've seen this in many other states, and this is what Mitch McConnell was talking about uh, not too long ago. He said that we should, we, the Republicans, should be winning uh, control of the Senate, but we don't have, in many states, we don't have the best candidates. And there's a concern among some Republicans that Don Bolduc, by the way, who is pulling away from Chuck Morris, it's not a big lead. He has a four-point lead, but he's steadily gaining and gaining. And I suspect Bolduc, with 63% of the vote counted, will ultimately win. But a lot of Republicans, a lot of Democrats feel that he'll be a far weaker Republican in November against Maggie Hassan, uh, who everybody agrees is, is very vulnerable. She won her seat six years ago by only a thousand votes. She hasn't had the greatest ratings. And uh, the Chuck Morris, who is so-called the so-called establishment Republican running for the, you know, he's a state Senate president running in New Hampshire. He has the backing of Mitch McConnell. He has the backing of the very popular governor, Chris Sununu. But Morris is trailing and has been, and, and Baltic has been pulling away. So Again, you know, maybe Democrats are happy that Bolduck wins because he's too extreme. You know, he's too much of a Trumper. But, you know, stranger things have happened. Indeed. Are there other race results this morning, Ken, in New Hampshire, say, you're finding interesting? Well, there is one in New Hampshire because in the first congressional district, that's Chris Pappas. He's a Democrat who's running for re-election. And there were two Republicans running who were both pro-Trumpers, I mean, through true and true Trumpers. One was Caroline Levitt, who's 25 years old, who's really like, you know, you know, you know, she goes all out and she doesn't hold anything back. And Matt Mowers, who lost two years ago, barely lost the seat, was running again, but he's much more reserved. But Caroline Levitt won the primary because she is much more Trump-like in the fact that she's more energetic, she's more uh, willing to point the finger, she doesn't care if she says something that's impolitic, and if it, if it gets pulled down from Facebook, more power to her. So that's what Republican voters seem to want. And New Hampshire, if Baltic wins for the Senate and Levitt wins the nomination that she has in the first congressional district, these are two very, very pro-Trump candidates who will the Republicans will be putting up in November. And to wrap this up, Ken, this morning with the primary season now wrapping up itself, what lessons do you think have been learned going into this very intense midterm election in about two months? Well, you know, I mean, the only state that hasn't voted yet is Louisiana, and they'll vote a primary on Election Day. But what, what fascinates me is that usually in these midterm elections, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a basically a referendum on the sitting president, and that is Joe Biden, who has very weak numbers. But given the weak numbers on, uh, on Donald Trump, who insists on being part of the conversation, uh, it may be a referendum on him, too. And so we'll see if these pro-Trump Republicans will get 
uh, will energize the GOP onto victory, or the Democrats will keep the House and Senate because the Republicans will be seen as too conservative. Already, sir, Political Junkie podcast host Ken Rudin on WTOP this morning. Thanks for joining us, Ken. Thanks, Dean. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, September 14th. Sports time indeed at 12.15. Our first midnight hit with Mr. Rob Woodford. Round one in this brief battle of the beltways went to Baltimore as the Nationals fell 4-3 to the Orioles after Hunter Harvey's rough fifth inning and Corey Abbott's high pitch count three inning starts that left Dave Martinez apparently a little drowsy. He just worked extremely slow today. You know, we'll talk to him tomorrow about trying to pick up the pace a little, a little bit more. I mean, working like that, it loads your defense to sleep. So we got to just uh, get him to, to pick up the pace a little bit. Luis Garcia doubled and drove in two runs, and Luke Voigt's RBI single was the lone hit with runners in scoring position out of 11 chances. Speaking of wasted scoring chances, D.C. United shut out for the third straight outing, this time a 3-0 defeat in Kansas City. In the other football, the NFL announced the hiring of Brad Edwards as the league CEO of alumni. Edwards played four of his nine NFL seasons here in Washington. His eight-year run as George Mason's athletic director will end next month to begin this new endeavor. A pair of high-profile NFL injuries apparently won't be season-ending. Dallas won't place Dak Prescott on injured reserve and expect him back within the next four games. And in Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt's torn peck won't end his season, but he'll be sidelined roughly six weeks. The WNBA Finals on the brink of being a series sweep as Las Vegas pulled away to beat Connecticut 85-71 behind MVP Asia Wilson's fifth straight 20-point double-double to extend her own playoff record. The Aces can close out the best-of-five series Thursday nights. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. 1217 on WTOP. Top stories we're following for you on WTOP Wednesday morning. Stubborn inflation causing Wall Street to tank on Tuesday after the closing bell. The Dow and S&P dropped about 4%, while the Nasdaq sank about 5%. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks following suit. This hour, the Nikkei is down by 712 points. The Shanghai off 33. The Hang Seng down 493 points. Queen Elizabeth's coffin arrived at London's Buckingham Palace this week. She will lie in state at the Palace of Westminster starting today. As many thousands of people still continue to pay their respects before the royal funeral, which is officially on Monday. The final primary races were held on Tuesday, as we've been talking about here in WTOP. In New Hampshire, Delaware, Rhode Island, a Republican Senate race in New Hampshire is the marquee ballot. It pits far-right candidate Donald Bolduck against established the establishment GOP candidate Chuck Morris. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time now is 1218. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks, Carlos Ramirez is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. Very good morning to you. A few delays to deal with already on the inner loop of the Beltway from uh, just after the, the I-270 spur all the way over towards Georgia Avenue. Very slow going, as expected, because you only have a single lane getting by the work crew along that entire stretch of road. They are along the left-hand side. You just have that far right lane available to you. And I expect to see delays on all of the ramps trying to get onto the inner loop, including Old Georgetown Road, 355, as well as Connecticut Avenue and, and uh, I-270. 
If you're headed on to 70, it looks like the southbound side has the work zone once again near 85, blocking the right-hand side as well as the ramp that normally takes you onto the southbound side of 85, Bucky's Town Pike. You're going to have to find an alternate route there. If you're headed on I-95 or the BW Parkway, things are relatively quiet. Across the Bay Bridge, looks like you've got two-way traffic on the eastbound span. Westbound span is closed right now. Single lane gets you by in either direction. Down in Virginia, the southbound side of 95 has the work crew past the Quantico exit. Single right lane gets you by. And not to worry, though, that clears up before you even get down towards the Aquia Harbor. Westbound 66, uh, the delays look way better, but you still have just a single lane between Nutley Street and Route 50. That's for the work zone as well. Eastbound side of 66, past 28, the work crew is along the left-hand side. As you approach, uh, or rather, as you get past Nutley Street approaching the Beltway, there's a work zone there as well. Looks like the ramp that takes you onto the express lanes on the uh, inner loop of the Beltway is currently closed, so 66 cannot access the inner loop express lanes. Inner loop of the Beltway has the work zone from Gallows Road to 66. Uh, the delays seem to be clearing up, so you should be more or less okay to stay to the far left-hand side. And you have a mobile work crew approaching the Dulles Toll Road. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Tracking your weather over the next couple of days. Looking beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful, whatever you want to call it. We've got plenty of sunshine, low humidity, and high temperatures right around 80 degrees for most of us. Upper 70s in some of the suburbs, low 80s in the city. Uh, and overnight, low temperatures will be in the 50s in most areas when you wake up on your Wednesday morning. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist at Camera. Right now, we're at 68 at Tyson's Quarter, 72 in Crofton, 68 LaFont Plaza this midnight hour. Wednesday morning, midweek, September 14th, 2022. We are down to 67 in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Check them out, newlookhomedesign.com. Take a look at the economy next on WTOP. Do stay with us. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Summer vacations are over. Time to go back to school or back to work. And that means it's the perfect time to look and feel your best with Copair. Hi, it's Rita Kessler. It's no fun to feel bad about yourself. Believe me, I know what that's like. I finally decided it was time to take charge of my health and my life by visiting Copair. They set me up with a personal health coach and changed the way I not only think about food, but about me. I'm happy, I'm healthy, and I couldn't have done it without them. Whether you have 10 pounds to lose or 110 Copair can help. They're the gold standard for health and weight loss in the D.C. area. Plus, with Copair, you don't have to go it alone because once you hit your goal, you have free coaching for life. Come on, if someone could show you how to improve your health and your life, wouldn't you do it? Start now with this outstanding offer, their fall health is wealth program. Go to CopairHealth.com to get started. Copair, look better, feel better, live better. That's C-O-P-A-R-E Health.com or call 855-8880. 180. This is WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week, September 14th, 2022. Glad you're spending some time with us here at WTOP. It's 1222. Sharply lower prices for gas and cheaper used cars slowed U.S. inflation in August for a second straight month, though many other items actually rose in price, indicating that inflation remains a heavy burden right now for many American households. 
This morning, CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger with her take on the lake. Gas prices are down by about a quarter a gallon from a month ago, and that really did help relieve some of the headline CPI. But so many other categories were really worrisome. Food costs are accelerating across the month and, of course, over the year. Food prices were up 11.4% from a year ago. That is the largest annual increase since May of 1979. And even when we remove these volatile categories, food and energy. We talk about this thing called the core rate of inflation. Well, that is accelerating at a 6.3% annual pace. And so the issue with that is that it came in hotter than expected. So the big question now is what will the Fed do? I don't think it's going to be that hard for them to make the decision. They will most likely raise interest rates by three quarters of a percentage point. That 0.75% increase would be the third in a row, three consecutive meetings. And, you know, it's kind of amazing to consider this, but by the end of next week, we could see the Fed funds rates at three to three and a quarter percent. Doesn't sound like a lot, but those rates were at zero a year ago. So the Fed has gotten busy this year, and I think they're going to continue to be aggressive in raising rates until we see these prices come down. Everyone is encouraged by the, the slight change here, but we most want to see some bigger changes to inflation. How long do you estimate that we could be at this level? Gosh, I, I have to say that it's become most difficult to actually predict these things, which is a very wimpy way of me saying there's no way I have any idea and I can't actually go on the radio and say that. But I will say this, with the Fed acting, with the supply chain starting to ease up some, I think we should continue to see relief over the course of the next group of months. But listen, we were at just below 2% inflation before the pandemic hit. It seems almost impossible to get to 2% anytime soon. So I think most economists are looking at having the rate come down slowly over time, and hopefully the core rate comes down a lot. I'm also keeping a very close eye on the shelter component of this, which, you know, you think about it, paying for your rent or paying to buy a new home, that accounts for a big portion of your household budget. So we need to see shelter and food come down as energy prices have come down. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger on WTOP. Talking inflation with Mark and Deb. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Attention veterans, transitioning service members, and military spouses. Companies in Northern Virginia want to hire you. Interview with more than 40 leading companies and government agencies hiring for more than 10,000 jobs at an in-person career fair on September 21st or virtually on September 22nd. All experience levels welcome. This fair is open to all veterans, transitioning service members, military spouses, and clear talent. So, what are you waiting for? Take the next step in your career. Go to workinnorthernvirginia.com and click on Career Fairs for more. Jill Schlesinger, part of your Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. It's 1226. Closet America performs miracles every day. Hi, it's Chris Core. Closet America designs, manufactures, and installs dream closets, mudrooms, pantries, garage organizers, and much, much more. And right now, they're having a buy more, save more event, which means you get 25% off and free installation, plus an additional 5% off if you have them do two or more jobs. Details at ClosetAmerica.com. Closet America, everything in its place perfectly. 
Here's Jill Small with Sandy Spring Bank's Human Resources on career opportunities. Let's talk about a career that works for you. A big part of that is finding an organization that values work-life